You're now listening to Converse with Marilyn. Hello everyone, welcome back to Converse with Marilyn. And this is the special Christmas episode where I won't be introducing anyone because it's just you and me. Um, I've been thinking about doing this episode for such a long time but I've always stopped at the conclusion that nobody really wants to hear just me. And you might probably be looking for the general ambience that is Converse with Marilyn, the uh, meeting up with guests and hearing different opinions. But I was just led to do this because I feel like I need to hear this as much as someone else does. So I'm going to be unpacking so many of the things that I have learned throughout the months that I've been absent for because I know I've been kind of inconsistent with the podcast so yeah um this is just basically things I've learned so far and I'm going to be breaking them into aspects I feel like we'll probably just flow along the lines um that's always better but I'm going to be breaking it down to school friends relationships and passions because I feel like this is just something that my audience is kind of trying to figure out. Yeah, if that audience is between the ages of 17 to like 25, I think everybody is just kind of trying to figure life out, you know. So this is kind of a guide. Um, and also, let me just say this before we unpack things. When you listen to podcasts like this, don't expect an immediate answer to your problems these are just problems that I've faced and solutions that I have gotten. Of course, you may apply some things to your life, but don't use it as a blueprint to live. Sometimes we feel like our life should, you know, our lives should basically follow the blueprint of someone else's for success. It never really works like that. You just end up, you know, also facing their battles that you probably wouldn't be able to handle. Okay, so we're going to be talking about school first. Um, School, in general, hasn't even really been that hard for me. I feel like I'm the one that kind of, like, shoots myself in the foot with school. I procrastinate, which is a general problem for me. (laughs) Like, Like, procrastinating maybe work or, like, something that I really need to do till the very last second, you know. I think this is a problem that every one of us faces, but um, it happens to the best of us anyway. Yeah, but the key to beating procrastination is to kind of just like whenever you feel the urge, just do it like and do little aspects of a big thing. And you end up having just a little to do when it actually comes time to do it. You know, like let's say you have a big essay write the title when you're giving the essay, create the document, write the title, um, like make other pages for your bibliography and things like that. When you put those in place, you know when you actually start writing, it won't be too tasking because half of it, half of the work done is really just beginning. It's like at least just start that, write your teacher's name, write your student ID and just start. That's basically it. Like, and of course, you have to put in the actual work with the research and all of that, but that can be done later. Just start. 
you know you never know until you do and demotivation can actually be one of them as well sometimes you're just like but why am i actually doing this <laughs> like what is what's what's a what's the purpose of all of this that i'm doing like after i leave like all of these essays are not even going to count for much but when you look at it like all these things i'm doing are part of a very very big mission you probably want to continue because when i look at it like all the times i was crying in preschool and in like primary school for work i didn't want to do like i can't even remember most of the stuff that i was crying about i feel like in as much as it's not that easy to just suck it up and go it's a thing where you should just at least understand that none of this shit will last forever so you just have to like say oh, okay um look in the mirror and just understand okay when i'm done with this nobody's going to bother me about it again let me just finish this pile of work so i can play <laughs> like this <laughs> it's not as easy but it's just make you understand that okay let me just get it over with and you'll be fine and so we're going to move into friends and relationships and i'm going to start this aspect with something my dad told me um one of the things i remember him telling me um that have kind of like guided my life for a long time and you don't really know the value of somebody's words until they actually start to play out in your life but my dad told me this one time when we were driving from um home to the airport because we used to travel together a lot he said um because he was responding to a question i asked him oh dad um how many friends do you have i used to ask him so many random questions like i just I was really curious because he never used to speak that much but when he did speak it was something to remember so he said i don't have any friends <laughs> you shouldn't either See, the difference between my dad and I is that he had a loving wife who was his best friend. So he didn't really need other people as company. But I don't really have a loving husband right now. So it's a thing where you need that companionship as you're growing. But when I start to kind of dig up the dirt on what he was trying to say is people are deceitful. People are kind of trying to figure out their lives as well and when you realize that the people who are your friends are made up of an entirely new set of rules and algorithms you realize really how scary it is bringing somebody into your life like you literally have no idea <laughs> what that person is coming from like you have in as much as the person can tell you oh like this is my favorite food this is my favorite color these are the brands i fuck with and these are the uh, people i listen to you will literally have no idea <laughs> what the kind of background these people are coming from like you don't know how easy it is for somebody to switch up like they can just wake up and from a tiktok they've watched that said oh be mean to every single fucking person that you meet they can just decide to ruin your life with the secrets that you've told them new fear unlocked <laughs> but you have to realize that the people who you keep in your life is so important like sometimes we kind of 
see life like okay like it's just you know it's not that deep like having friends is really not like you don't really have to do that much to but when you allow people to come into your circle they can affect why like they can affect the decision of that will make or break you they will determine whether you're great or not take for instance you wanted to start a business and you said oh hi mike i want to start this business and mike says um i don't really think you should do that um it's not really looking good right now and you don't really want to expose yourself to all that and you're like okay maybe mike is right and then you go on social media the next day and someone else has your idea but the difference between you and someone else is that they actually executed it and you listen to a friend in as much as it's good to hear the opinions of other people it's also good to understand that you are your own person they don't understand what's going on through your head even though you explain a plan thoroughly nobody will ever see your vision the way you see it and that's one thing people fail to understand back to the thing that's friendship understand that positivity goes a very long way sometimes we may think oh this person is just you know they may seem negative because they're trying to give me insight into my life that no one else will know you have to stay around people who will not only tell you the truth but bring positive energy into your life that will enable growth you can't grow in the same place that made you sick it will never work and it hasn't worked okay so um not everyone should have access to you this is something that i've learned from having parents that are equally very influential people when a lot of people will hit them up and say things like oh we just want to have a talk with you we need you to do this we need you to do that and the thing with life is things that you see very often aren't sought for as much when you were a kid is the things your mom kept on the top shelf that you wanted so badly there were a lot of toys on the floor but why did you want those things you couldn't reach it's because you didn't have access to them it's the same thing from when your partner doesn't do something it may not have been that important before but for the fact that they didn't want to do that it's always at the back of your mind why is that because scarcity creates demand okay um now i'm going to branch into relationships one thing about relationships that i want to begin with is that you should never ever expect people to understand your relationship like you do even if that person has been reading your texts has been listening to your calls has literally every single just format that has to do with your relationship they will never understand it because they're not in it and most especially they will never understand your emotions because they are not you of course your friends may try to advise you and they may tell you look this person isn't good for you you're so much better without them and they may mean well but if you cannot look into yourself and determine whether you should leave that person or not you have a long long way to go okay um now with the main issue 
or the main topic that we should talk about in like the relationship aspect is that you should never let your partner's desires consume your own one thing people don't understand is in as much as your partner is your best friend your partner is your mentor your guide and everything that a partner is supposed to be they will never be you sometimes i may meet my partner and i i may try and get his opinion on things that you know pertain to my life and because of how high in regard he is in my life it's something that will subconsciously change the way i will act towards a certain decision i wanted to make take for instance i wanted to build a bakery and i said oh partner this is what i wanted to do and he says no i will start to feel bad and probably throw away this idea because his opinion is of value to me but sometimes that person might mean well but they may not understand the full extent to which that dream can go so it's always important to hear their opinion and say thank you i understand where you're coming from and i value your opinion very much but i'm going to do me and i'm going to see if if i fail then i'm going to use what i've learned from that failure to build myself back up and a reasonable partner will understand that fully now the less of your relationship you have on the inside is something that happens when you take most of your relationship to the outside world nobody is saying that you should keep quiet if you're in an abusive relationship it's just to understand why am i telling people this this used to be a problem for my friends and mostly me as well i always wanted to share the good times or just tell them funny things that happened in my relationship but that weakens intimacy intimacy is a bond that stays between two or more people and is strengthened when there are secrets that only the both of you know or there are things that both of you agree on that the rest of the world does not it's a sacred sanctuary that you guys have created in each other and when you start to allow other people to invade that you destroy everything that is that relationship and leave it to be scraps yeah <laughs> now we're going to move on to passions but one thing i want to say is if you really love someone fight to keep them no matter what of course, it may look dreary, but fight for what you want, be it a person, a position, or even an object. Always fight. Always. Now, we're moving on to passions. Um, like what I said as the closing notes for relationships, always run after what you want. Um, another thing that is um, very underrated if i may say or use that word is that you don't understand how powerful pain is and i feel like that's something that people not just you who's listening to this don't understand most of the greatest albums the greatest books the greatest anything you can think of probably came from 
pain. Pain is so strong because it kind of keeps all your other emotions on lockdown. When you go through a heartbreak, why is it that heartbreak most of the time now on social media is associated with working out or doing something productive? That's most of the time because you want to channel that strong energy, which is pain, into working out or writing a new book. Speaking on that, um, in the first ever podcast I did with Convos with Marilyn, Jade pointed out how much she liked the fact that I had used my pain from 2020 to write OCOD, my first ever published book. And I feel like it's not easy to do any great feat. But it depends on the motivation that you have driving you. What pushed me to write OCOD was the lack of anything like what I was going through out there. I tried to create a me in the character that I was writing. A me that had gone past everything that I was currently facing. And it worked. I found solace in the community that I built writing OCOD. Because I used to publish it on Wattpad. So people looked forward to the chapters it wasn't as if um the book had some underlying meaning that was so great i mean i think i was probably 15 when i wrote ocod but it was probably because they knew that it was growth they knew that it was getting somewhere they knew that it was going to a certain end point that everyone was anticipating you know and lastly i want to talk about family. Family is something that none of us really understand how much it kind of affects our lives as people. I didn't used to value family. I just used to see them as people I was forced to live with, you know, until I understood that these are people who will stand by you when the rest of society goes back home. When I was growing up, when my friends would, you know, it would eventually come a time in the day, maybe like 6 p.m., that everybody had to go back to their houses. I was stuck with my parents and my aunties. And because my little brothers were unborn, then I was stuck with the house. And there was nowhere to go to. I used to be so sad. And then I find myself in my parents' room, maybe telling them something that my friend had told me. That's family. They are the people who always have your back because they have to. And mostly because they've seen you from the littlest, earliest stages of life. So they love you regardless of who you've grown to become, which is something that most people outside of your family don't have the capabilities to do. And I want to close the episode like this. If there's something in your life that is holding you back, make it your number one priority to remove it. And if there's something that keeps challenging you and making you feel like less of yourself, keep it in your life. Because what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And you can use that as a motivation to prove that thing wrong. But as soon as it starts to deteriorate everything you're working on, chuck it in the bin. You don't need that. I'll leave you to listen to the outro. This has been 
come visit Maryland from me to you. You just listened to Convos with Marilyn. Thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed it, please follow the show and give us your honest ratings. Stay tuned and definitely keep listening for more. Bye for now. <laughs>